without further ado, I think... Well, I've actually been recording for ages because I just pressed the button just to make sure I didn't forget to press it. Um, <laughs> which means... It's this. I'm I'm so pleased about this. I have been looking forward to this one actually a lot because uh, for a variety of reasons, not least, in fact, um, uh, uh, for all sorts of reasons. I'm going to talk about those after the int- introduction. I, I'm, I'm very excited, everyone. But first, before we speak to Luke, who is um, who has joined us and is going to talk about, um, well, I've titled the episode "Perfection and Imperfection on the Underground." But there's going to be plenty more to this episode. We'll we'll talk more about that. However, before we do that, we must talk about the British Rail Class 155. This is episode 155, and so we've been going through the British Rail trains of the associated numbers, and we're on the 155, which is a a bit of a weird creature because most of them got chopped in half and turned into one-car units. So they had a pretty unceremonious uh, demise, apart from a few that remained around Leeds intact. In, in um, and and they also ended up with this like sprinter sort of picture thing there's sort of this weird like little image on it that has like also the br logo is a bit thin uh they basically regional railways went awol at this point they just they absolutely lost the plot but um uh, i still quite like the gray blue white and blue livery it's kind of nice but anyway the 155 everyone uh, <laughs> coming to a uh coming to a regional railway station near you 30 years ago um Right, on that bunch, Lucas here. We're going to get cracking on this show. Um, everyone, <laughs> we're going to be talking about some rather fantastic artistry very soon. Um, welcome to tonight's Rail Matter. The InCity 225 fades away. Oh, so for a variety... So Luke Agbaimini is here, um, and we're going to... And, and, and this is nice for all sorts of reasons. One of them being that Luke was one of our first guests on the show. In fact, let's... So this is... The last episode was episode 23, which is in August 2020, which where we talked about the Tube Mapper project. We talked about book number one. Um, let's get let's get Luke. Luke Agbaimini is here, everyone. Luke Agbaimini. Hello, um, everyone. Looking, How are you looking doing? very dapper in a sensational hat. Um, uh, <laughs> it's become it's become my trademark. Oh, I, mean, nice. I, I do love trilby hats, um, and it's I suppose very you smart. Have... And the feather is is nice. It's, yeah, it's... and I, I quite like it. So when I'm out taking photos, um, I like it because I stand out. Yeah. So it doesn't look like I'm being inconspicuous. It looks like yes, I'm that's a good point. You're, it's purpose. not a see it, say it sorted situation because you're, oh, there, no. you're there, like almost waving your hand, saying, "Look at me, I'm." I'm, I'm, I'm 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 here taking photos, but not shiftily. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if I had like giant feathers coming yeah. out? Of <laughs> yeah. like... Well, it might happen. Your feathers might start getting bigger as you like them. As you spot feathers, you start liking your your like tolerance of feather size might start increasing, and they, they might start they might start enlarging. Uh, no, it's Luke. It's so lovely to have you back on uh, back on Rail Matter. Yeah. So last time, it was it was book one, right? It was it was the first yes. book of the Tube Mapper project. You know, uh, and. Uh, um, and we went through. We had, we just had a. It was such a lovely episode. We just went through the images. We talked about things that read. You know, some of the aesthetic sublimes that we just enjoy encountering in in a transport setting. Um, and what a delight that for. Um, I also, Luke. I, yeah, I've used your your sort of uh, subheading as last time, but actually, as as you sort of said in the pre in in kind of the warm up to this, you're like digital designer, author, photographer, acrobat, juggler. <laughs> you know, 
tightrope walker. <laughs> what what are these other things? What what are these other things you've been up to? Uh, adding to your 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 resume. <laughs> well, generally, I suppose it, it. I suppose the easiest um, thing would be artists. In my um. Yeah, if, yeah. if I youth, that's what I wanted to be. But um, I have children now and I just don't have time to paint. So I got oh. into photography sort of in my yeah. 30s. And um, it's just a quicker way of sort of producing stuff. Although it still takes ages, you still have yeah, to... So you say up. that, but I know that you'll be spending a lot of time just uh, waiting for the perfect train movement, just waiting for the right angle and the... Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like fishing, but I suppose train, <laughs> I, I suppose the train spotters will agree with that as well. For them, it's like yeah. fishing as well, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. You, you, the, 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 if they're looking for the for the particular rolling stock or the particular photo, you know, if you're uh, if if you're you know like yourself a railway, well, you're a, more than a railway photographer, but, but people who are specific like railway photographers trying to catch the particular look, stock, they, it's it's they they are they're out hunting, looking for the looking for the right moment. Um, uh, just to have like you know like a train pass in front of Flying Scotsman or whatever it is you know that uh, whatever it is they're waiting there for their beautiful Flying Scotsman and then an LNER thing like goes past and just ruins the shot anyway um, enough of my waffling uh, we are we are uh, how have you been Luke it's been yeah so what August 2020 so it's been uh, like two and a half years which which is, makes me feel like I don't feel like Rail is that old but it's been going for ages now it is and it has been congratulations on on, on, on going it it's one thing to uh to start a YouTube channel, but it's another thing to uh, keep it going and because there'll going. be times when it's hard. So yeah, congratulations yeah, on you. that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very good, and you have like it's it's a you have a good variety of guests on and stuff like that. So it's good fun. Yeah, we've not had a properly nice. We've not had a nice one where we just just indulgently enjoy some of the beauty and interest and fascination of the visual fascination of. Well, uh, that's of, the of good transport. thing about having me on here. Like I on it, I I whenever I do um like sometimes I will do talks to um like ex TFL staff or train real train nerds. They always come yeah. in and I say, look, there's a caveat here. I am a pedestrian. I come in as a pedestrian yeah. with eyes as a, of a pedestrian enjoying the underground, enjoying the architecture, enjoying the machinery and yes i do know some some of the uh, I, by osmosis i have sucked yeah. in some yeah you can't of avoid the, it. you've been doing it long enough now <laughs> yeah i've sucked in some of the details but i still say i'm a pedestrian but that's the val that's it. but that's one of many reasons why i enjoyed our last episode so much is that actually that eye that you have is is something that's so deeply familiar to you know in, in the case of underground stuff to londoners or people who travel through london and, it, and it, it's it's the familiar, it's the comfortable, it's the beautiful, it's the stuff that that makes you go, oh, I I like this space. And actually, that as much as it's also it's not, beauty is absolutely wonderful to enjoy for beauty's sake alone. It's also important from a transport perspective because transport spaces should be appealing, nice places, visually appealing, engaging places to be. And I think we we maybe get into a habit of forgetting that in the transport world uh, or the policymaking world. We forget that actually. Public transport should be a, 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 an enjoyable, visually appealing space yes, process. It should right? be. If you see, it, it, it's like um, having a tidy house, not them. Yeah. <laughs> it's very tidy here. <laughs> but if you consider it as, you know, if you come into a space and it looks well, well in order, then you treat it with the respect that it kind of deserves. Yeah, yeah, and you go, yeah. this place looks nice, let's treat it nice. Yeah, and, and, and it helps with the collective experience of public transport, right? If it's a nice space, then all of you, all of you and your fellow passengers are enjoying that experience together. And, and that's part of what 
I, I enjoy about public transport is that you kind of every adventure every adventure you go on you've got a bunch of adventure buddies with you and their their adventures might be slightly different they might be going to slightly different places but you're all kind of sharing bits of this adventure together and I, I like that about public transport anyway we could talk about ascetics and sublimes well indeed we are going to for another hour but we should do so with visual prompting of you've as as last time you've very kindly sent through a a, a a high resolution sample of some of the images that people can by the way i'm enjoying that both both here no he, here and also th there oh, are copies of <laughs> book number a uh, book number two which i'll which i'll be fishing down at the end when when we give it the the, the wholehearted plug however from the book you very kindly sent us some images so if i miniaturize our faces into the corner um, ah. there's a chance for us to go through and, and look at some images. Now, I hope you don't mind our faces being in the corner because we are interrupting this sublime slightly, but hopefully we uh, don't mind too much because this, it's, uh, these are in no particular order. So you, you sent a, a lovely section of images. These are in no particular order. But as last time, we get to, we'll, we will audio describe what we can see and a little bit of the story of the image and, and the sort of, you know, because this is, this is actually a, a view. So what is on screen right now is a view through an open gangway train. Um, can I, as a nerd, work out what the train is? Is Go it... On. Is it S-Stock? Is it Ooh. subsurface? Or is it... No, 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 it's not. It's not. It's London Overground. Oh, yes. It's London Overground. <laughs> so it's the it's the new Capital Star London or or it, No, it's not. It's even newer than that. It's the whatever the crossrail trains are, but on London Overground. Yes, I think it's that's those. exactly it. Um, so what we see on screen is a view perfectly centrally within the train, looking down through the open gangways with the nice framing of the orange handholds and the maquette. And, and that view on, on a conveniently straight and level bit of track as well, because, of course, the open gangway thing is quite fun because you look down and they wibble all over the place separate to each other. But this is an image that actually has only started to appear recently because we haven't had open gangway trains. And, you know, the S-Dot was the first in London, right? So this is actually a, still a fairly new view to a lot of people. It's lovely. It's um, it's. It's it's one of those things that um, it reminds me of the bendy buses. Remember them? Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah for sure. But um, it's <laughs> what I like is um, if you have the um, pleasure of uh, standing on one of these, looking down, and I'm trying to think of the location. I think somewhere around New Cross is quite good. Mm. When you've got a really sharp turn yeah. and you see the train snake across it's, yeah and it's really hypnotizing watching the movement of this sort of uh, particularly if you're right at the back of the train and you can <laughs> see right to the front so you can see all of them sort of start you see one go and then another go and then another go and then another go oh. as a track engineer i love that because it's like oh it's like my design in action i can see yes. it happening it's it's great I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's also particularly, as you were describing, when it goes through like a crossover and it snakes. So you're seeing the different bits doing this sort of wheat, this little dance. Yeah, it's good fun. But then there's a, it's very satisfying then when everything normalizes and straightens up and you're on a straight bit of track and you just see dart straight down the train. Maybe with the odd leg jutting in from people sat in the chairs, right? <laughs> yeah, this is this is very nice. So yeah, I, I love this. It's the lovely framing. The the in a way, the other good thing about your imagery, particularly your, your, your colour photography, is, is, is in a way it's a proving ground for some of the choices made in the interior design. So here you've yes. got these greys, these, these, these kind of off-whites punctuated by the colours of the maquette and the, and the, and the, the handholds. I think it works. I think this is quite appealing. Well, you appealing. can see what they're communicating. Like, just a quick glance, like, you know, um, 
if I were partially sighted, I can see the handrails, yeah. I can see my seats, and I can see the middle bar. And they're standard out. I can go on a train, I know exactly where to stand. And so you can see from an architectural point and a visual point, mm. like the colours are quite striking. I think like in this train, it was very clean. Um, yeah. <laughs> it looks a bit like a spaceship, doesn't it? It does. It, sort of it does have a very spaceship look to it. You can imagine this thing being like a big, a big, a big vehicle, sort of picking it, lifting off up into, into orbit and disappearing off like a shuttle thing. It, it really does have that vibe. It's got a very Star Wars sort of vibe to it. Yeah. I like the sort of metallic panels on each each side next to the yellow bars. Yeah, the little USB uh, charging. Are they USB charging ports? Actually, I'm not sure. Uh, they must. Yeah, There's something must like that. Be. But yeah, I really, I really appreciate when the architects uh, and when the designers sort of put them in in a symmetrical position. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. So I was say, if for nothing more than the beauty of the image, it's very nice. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> lovely. And actually, uh, things like advertising. You know, advertising, which sometimes, quite often in the railways, and not just recently, but historically, back in the 20s and 30s, advertising was bonkers in railway stations. Uh, the advertising here is... is in, it's there is advertising it's place that people sit and can see it and and great and, and fine and there's some income for tfl but it isn't getting in the way of the of the stuff you, the accessibility that you talked about the actual visibility for for anyone who's partially sighted and just the general aesthetic of the train it's not intruding on that which i think is quite important i i think that you know it's, it's useful to have advertising in, in trains not least because tfl uses some of that space to advertise stuff but but it's not intrusive. It's it's to the side. It's not getting in the way of the lines of the, uh, those visual lines of the train. It's not getting in the way of signage. Not getting in the way of accessibility. It, it works quite well. Yeah, I think interior-wise, it's it's a very successful realization of a of of, of, of production design. And this photo is marvelous. I like it very oh, much. Oh, thank you. It's 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 yeah. It was one of my last additions to the um to the book, and I remember sort of taking it, and I instantly was like, yeah, that's it. That's the. Uh... And That's this, and an emerging theme in these, when I was reshuffling them, is, is and, and a little bit, it's, it ties to the, to what I've titled the extra title, and, and in a way, also what you've described, which is, you know, you've titled the book London Underground Symmetry, and I'm looking back, everyone, because the book is behind my shoulder. If you hadn't worked this out already, those in audio-only form might have not worked this out. The book is over here. So you're getting some 3D audio of me turning around. The book is titled London Underground Symmetry and Imperfections, and there's a theme that emerges in these images, and, and symmetry and imperfections, or perfections and imperfections. I like the fact that you've got an image with the symmetry to it, but the not quite perfect thing. So the slight scuffing on the white, the little yep. scuff marks here and there. So you have this image that is this symmetrical image, and then the slight, like, but this is also a functional object. It's it's a working object. It's got these little imperfections, and I think the imperfections only add to the the beauty of the image. I think because because you, you can step back from it and not see them, and then you look and it's like ah, little. This is a lived in a, a used object. I I yeah, I, I think I I really like it. I really like it's it. It's what and it's also what makes you realise it's not a computer generated AI. Yes, well. that's true. Yeah, it's not got the <laughs> six fingers or the like seven finger joints or whatever it is the AI images are generated. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I was going to say that's a good point. Like that's, that's sadly we're going to reach the point. Um, the and I, I dare say as a digital artist you will uh, have and photography have very strong views on this. But I've got I've got other friends who are digital artists who are all pretty vigorously anti-ai not just because of the fact that it's the outcomes are just horrible but also because it's an abuse of a lot of existing art it's just it's it's just like the people have not consented to have their art sort of mangled into a into contrived ai like there's one thing taking someone else's photograph and say manipulating it doing something interesting with it posterizing it you know warholing it whatever but just an ai machine going through all of your images 
and and rent and uh, yeah I, I'm, mm, yeah I, yeah it's it's it, it's um yeah it's a long road at the moment there's like loads of court cases open so we'll see just what ask for some precedents uh, because be it's because it's a sort of new whenever there's sort of new things going on going on um there's there will be rules and precedents being set um yeah. in regards to ai and how it works um because no one owns the copyright to an ai produced image which also creates problems yeah so yeah. um yeah it's a it's a very interesting topic but yeah, yeah when i when i when i um, started the symmetry it was it did make me think of ai images and and i sort of thought the reason why i called the book um symmetry and imperfections is because every image is imperfect yeah there's yeah, a, there's yeah. asymmetry in every symmetry and that's the beauty of it and that's that's such a critical thing in all beauty whether it's you know phys you know beauty of humans or the beauty of objects the beauty of buildings the beauty beauty of animal photography whatever it happens to be still life the beauty comes from that balance or the imbalance the 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 relationships between perfection and imperfection between symmetry asymmetry between uh, the sublime and the and and the asublime you know all these interactions are what makes it beautiful and that's something that um AI ain't discovering anytime soon because it, yeah, it's it's yeah, I uh, particularly not with the fingers. Um, anyway, <laughs> right. So, just I love this image and, and a wonderful one to kick us off. So I have no idea what the ones are coming out. So we're we're just working our way through. So this is a very blue image. So the last one was sort of greys, white off whites punctuated by oranges. This image is um, a very plasticky blue, kind yes. of a, an an image surround. Quite a pleasing little red halo within the panelling. Oh, I love that. Which red is halo. such a nice it's effect. A... I love that. Ah, uh, yes. Um, love... Uh, and then behind that, a a just a classic blue, red, and white tube train with its red doors just very nicely lined up. And then as ever with these images, just a nice little, nice little kind of single shade ad in the background, which actually quite nicely adds just a, a little bit of, of tonal variety. Uh, again. Lovely, but this, is, again, this one's quite sci-fi as well actually because you've got that kind of it's like a bit of a um it, it's got you know it's got that the lighting panels are kind of what feel like an act actually a later addition to the tunnel i think the the plastic walls are probably uh like kind of uh, what would i guess like 60s 70s and then that lighting is probably from the 2000s but it's again it, it's a really nice image where is this one what's the, where is this is this, this is actually the uh, this is bank station so this was the ah. extension for the northern line so remember they built it quite recently yes oh the, wait so uh, is this an, an entirely new bit oh yes oh my goodness oh that, well there we why, go this is why i like this is why i like ah. it because it's the uh it's extension to northern line and they sort of came up with this sort of strong blue futuristic theme and i just like it because it's really bold it is and i like it when when they go bold with design so and, i and... thought so i thought this was um because it's quite small this passageway i guess it's small because it's tight might be tying into an old passageway on the other side or something because obviously it's a bit of a it's a bit of a bodge job bank station well it's a nightmare because it's so complicated i for a brief time was working on the designs for bank station i was doing some checking on them and um uh -huh. I, so i had hold of the 3d models and let me tell you those were fun because they were <laughs> so complicated is it it's as like, complicated as I, as I imagine it would be oh it's just like i can't think of any i can't think of anything as an analogy for it other than like absolutely spaghetti on a plate oh perhaps. yeah like spaghetti like trying to organize <laughs> cooked spaghetti but but like someone's just continuing to throw more of it at you and it's multicolored. <laughs> uh yeah yeah incredible uh so this is so my guesswork as to what this looks like is actually a description of what the the designer 
has ended up creating. But actually, this yeah, is new. This is this is a, a, a 2010s design. Um, although, yeah, probably late 2000s, because actually the design's quite old for Bank. It's just taken them this long to put it together. But it's quite <laughs> nice. And there's a variety of... I mean, there's all sorts going on here. So you've got that rich blue and the punctuation of the red. I don't know how else to describe... How would you describe the little red reflections in that image? Because it's I, I love those. They're so nice. I think your halo or, pulse, or sort of pulsating red... Would yes. probably be sort of how I would say. It is a halo, isn't it? It's that. It's like it's almost like lens flare. It's got that sort mm. of that sort of slightly phantasmy type look to it. I, I like it a lot. Yeah, I like when sort of when you walk down it, the sort of shininess and the reflection, and it sort of it gives you that sort of. Because uh, um, I remember this this sort of uh, um, sort of opened at the same time as the. Um, Elizabeth line stations yeah. were open. And I was just as excited by this mm-hmm. as I was by the Elizabeth line. Not taking anything from the Elizabeth line yeah. because I think that's a marvel, but we'll, we'll probably get into that. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get there. Yeah, no, this, this is fun. <laughs> and it's a good point. People, a lot of people didn't real, don't, don't realise, well, people outside of London, I think Londoners probably know what's going on at Bank because it, it gets in their way a lot of the time. But um, people outside London don't realise there is there's just an enormous and highly complex and expensive project going on at Bank to sort of make it work better because it's such a complicated station with How really bad passenger flow from one end to the other 45 minutes <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. it's just it's, it's an enormous complex and um yeah and, and so they're definitely trying to un- un- unpick that make it safer for passengers moving through the station um, you know I, I always list it when someone asks what my favorite station is my yeah. one of my default answers is bank because I could probably make a book on Bank Station alone. <laughs> it's it's like it's like a an underground city in of itself. It's such a complicated little, you know. It's it's yeah. like as complicated as an oil rig, but underground. It's just. But it's, it has everything. It has yeah. it has well this new bit. It has sort of the older parts of the station. It has um, well it's joined to monuments, so it has all yeah. of that. It has travelators, and it has new travelators yeah. now, and it has yeah. the DLR. Like, DLR, of course, yeah. It's it's enormous. It has so much going on. Yeah, it's it's. I, I was enjoying recently, but I, well, not recently. Actually, it's probably it's probably pre-pandemic. But they were digging, you know, digging around in bank as often they do, um, and they had the old DLR. Somehow, the old DLR logo has just appeared on some signage, and I was like, "What's the old logo doing there?" But it, because they were uncovering panels and digging away at bits, uh, it, was, it was it was good fun. So another another f- very satisfying and vigorously blue image. But what next? <laughs> Oh, we're talking about halos and about lighting effects. Again, this is not by any design, but we've moved on to the next image. And I like this one a lot. I like this one for all sorts of reasons, but it's, we've got, I like this one because it's- It's the asymmetry, isn't it? The asymmetry. It's a historical moment because you're captured in time. You've got these two workers in orange in the middle, both with masks on. And they aren't wearing masks because they're doing dust works. They've got masks on because everyone had masks on at the point that you took this photo. Yeah, they did, yeah. And- this image, oh, I, I love it. It's just, it's very nice. They're, they're there doing their work and, and they are kind of almost in a, almost like stained glass shining down onto a pulpit. The sun <laughs> is kind of shining through the uh, the underground roundel and casting this wonderful, uh, well, it's it's just a roundel. It's casting the London underground roundel down onto the, onto the gray tiles uh, below their feet and then their shadows punctuate the image. It's really nice. Tell us about this one and 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 and, and a bit the story behind it. Yeah, well, it's. I remember when um, Battersea Power Station station, as I call it, <laughs> yes. opened, um, and I was really excited by that. And I, I sort of went through, and it, you know, it has a really futuristic um, design. Um, but 
I was very surprised to go to Nine Elms, which opened at the same time. And I actually loved Nine I preferred Nine Elms. And then yeah. the sun shone through the window. Oh, really? I was like, oh, my goodness, look at that. And apparently it was considered. People did think it would happen. So it wasn't. A uh, OK, they did happen. have. a. OK, yeah, yeah. I've been told. I don't know how true that is, but I have been told. <laughs> yeah. Um, by quite a number of people, so we'll see. We'll, we'll see. Someone who's listening to this might know, actually. So. Yeah, so it, pop, pop your messages in the chat there. Hello, everyone in the chat, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah, the the, the uh, just yeah, that's it's it's lovely. But again, it's it's capturing. You know, you've got these two workers just going about their day. They're um, it's their get, bright color, isn't it? It's their bright color, sort of. They're in or yeah, they're in oranges. Yeah, exactly. With the sort of bright color of the. Um, so we would call that a shadow, wouldn't we? We wouldn't call it a reflection. Yeah, or is the colour It is a shadow, isn't it? But it's a coloured shadow because it's shining through. Yeah, it's a good... Oh, it's a, it's a lang... Clear, it's, it's a rare situation. Well, there are plenty of them, actually. But it's a situation where the English language doesn't really have enough words to describe this. Because it's, <laughs> it's a shadow, but it's a coloured shadow because the sun is, being, is shining through a, a, a translucent surface. So... Yes. Yeah, it's nice. It's very. It's nice. probably a lovely German word for it. Yeah, the Germans it? will have. They'll have. A, they'll have a word for it. No, no bother. Yeah, that's it. Uh, always the, special German, beautiful all, German words. All the Ger all the people from the Germanosphere who watch this, of which I know there are plenty, uh, write the German word that describes what this is in the chat, please. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Marvelous. Yeah, that's it's really nice. Um, and 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 yeah, this one. This isn't. This isn't one of your specific symmetry images. This is one that's. Well, there is a symmetry because you've got you know two perfectly there framed uh, workers lined up exactly in the in the middle. The the symmetry of the roundel is is there, but then around it, suddenly it's like, oh wait, no, the foot has not been taken square on with the, no. the architecture. So it's it's nice. It's another it's another way you're kind of playing with our expectations. I like. Yeah, it, it was it, it it's definitely the most imperfect image in there, but it's yeah. also uh, I think in the description of the book it said um, I sort of described with photography you. Um, for symmetry, you don't actually need the whole image to be symmetrical. Mm. If they're sort of elements or components or even the themes of symmetry, yeah. that in itself can also be as visually pleasing as a sort of a fully symmetrical image yeah, yeah, yeah. like Absolutely. we have here. No, I, I love it. It's 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 a really nice image. And again, yeah, I suppose I'll, I I definitely like it because there's there's people at work, which I which I kind of I, I always find images of people working, which I appreciate. Engaging. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I appreciate that because you know people work. Someone's got to be working, right? It might not be me. So, um, yeah, I love that. It's it's really nice. And then and then we got what's quite nice. So, so this is actually something that I kind of want to talk about. So while we've got um. I don't know what's the name of the of the person performing ballet here on a DLR stage. This is what's Andrea. Andrea. So yes. Andrea here is performing. Now you have one of the themes within the within the book is that you have quite a lot of people doing performance as part of your images, right? This is this is something that you love coming back to. You love bringing people into these spaces and and almost kind of it's quite abstract because the idea of someone doing ballet performance on a DLR platform is quite a if you suggested that to someone they think, "Well, that sounds cool, but I wouldn't expect to see it normally, but you you enjoy. It. Tell us about like is this just something like oh that'd be cool or or you know tell tell us just kind of a little bit why why you like coming you, you keep coming back to this idea of abstract performance art in a, in a, in a in a kind of a, a public transport context. Well, the sort of way that it started is as I sort of explored um, the, the under London Underground, sort of wandering down the endless tunnels of yeah. and staircases. You kind of seen you became you became begin to sort of see the impact that the human form has at, with its interaction with architecture. Mm. So if you imagine sort of a lone corridor 
um, going off into the distance and you didn't have a lone figure walking down the middle, suddenly the architecture highlights this one person walking down. Yeah. And just the way that these, the structure of forms or the curves of walls, sometimes if someone curves in the same way that the wall curves or someone walks or matches the architecture, it then gives that architecture new meaning. Yeah. And yeah. it's a sort of new meaning and people act interacting with architecture, which is pretty fun. Um, I was taking a symmetrical photo of this station and it's a very pretty one. Uh, it's sort of, it's pretty when you get low down, but it's really easy to overlook. This is a Lewisham DLR. Oh, I should have made you guess. <laughs> oh no, I know. Yeah, you should, I've missed opportunity. I should have made you, you guess. Should have got, you got, got me guessing. Guessed, I think, yeah, it's worth, I mean, to describe what we're looking at here. Firstly, uh, Andrea, Andrea, right? And yes. Andrea is um, in a, um, a f uh, let's see, Dina does ballet. She would be able to tell me exactly what, <laughs> what French word is describing this pose. But essentially, it's, it's like shoulders forwards in almost, almost about to take flight, which is relevant because the station canopies behind Andrea form, uh, they absolutely form wings. Like, they are wings behind her. Uh, and it looks like she's just about to take flight. It, it's it's a, it's a lot and, and flanked by two funny little DLR trains. It's 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 classic Luke Agbaimini. I love it. It's it's, it's good. It's, yeah, it's 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 it, it's it's pretty outrageous, and I love it. Um, it's it's yeah. I this, and this is this is what I quite like. So it's sort of injecting a bit of sort of um, um, real sort of it's it's a sort of things that you wonder as you sort of look at mm. architecture you look at that and you go oh that looks a bit like wings that look at the way those staircases are they're very sort of they look like pillars supporting yeah, something yeah. and then your mind start to wonder and oh, so yeah, what the, i try the to do because the handrails on the staircase essentially follow andrea's sort of ballet dress up there's this kind yes. of almost like almost like they're kind of in it's actually one she and the station are kind of one thing. It's it's brilliant. Also, the two um, uh, fire escape. The, it kind of pointed out in green the two fire escape things pointing. Uh, well, kind of pointing up at Andrea's armpits actually, but <laughs> it's almost. But it's almost a little bit like they're lifting up. It, it's it, it, it's there's so much going on in this one. There's such an energy to it. They are they, you know, they're pointing upwards in the way that Andrea's taking flight. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I think this is brilliant. Yeah, it's it's just it's just a, as as I sort of say, like as I sort of go around stations, I do see sort of real fun parts of the architecture. Um, like even if you go into um, in Southwark Station, you've got these really nice um, uh, escalators which are like a circle that's yes, been cut yeah, out. Yeah, they yeah. just sort of go up, and when you go in there, you cannot help but think that you're in a spaceship being sort of teleported yeah. into the sort of main. Um... I think Southwark is in amongst these photos. Actually, I think there's a Southwark because I, I I occasionally would go from I'd occasionally do that weird journey where you essentially arrive at Southwark Station having never taken the tube but just walked from Waterloo East. You know that, that weird long walk you do that you end up coming out of Southwark Station. Uh, I, I think, yeah, I think I've done that, and and that, um, I, I, so yeah, we, we, there's an image of that, and you're right, it's so space-like. There's this, it's almost <laughs> like you're, it's, like, it's almost Thunderbirds, you know, your Thunderbird three kind of being launched up through, yeah, absolutely. And again, with this one, it's not just the shapes. You've got, you know, tactical red ballet. Uh, costume in that you know you've got the you've got the flowing shapes on the DLR trains you've got you you've got red lines on the platform as part of the station markings yeah um the uh, and then the red dress it, it, it it's it, it's yeah ties in very nicely 
Um, and, and, then, and then the other there. things to pick out are the things that are both symmetrical and non-symmetrical. So you've got two different, just random adverts on the side. Exactly. Uh, Luckily, the colours weren't too uh, too off-putting. And then you've got the, um, can you see the person getting on the train? Oh, yeah. Uh, so I haven't even noticed. But yeah, absolutely. Just someone getting on the train. But... And, and so, yeah, so it's imperfect. And, and something that's very annoying is the, so behind Andrea, you can see the ticket machine. Yes. Um, where, what would you call it? Oyster cards? Yeah, it's like the tap in, tap out thing. Tap yeah. in. So what's annoying, luckily her dress covers it, but the pattern is the same rather than reflective. Oh, I see. Yeah, so it's the circle <laughs> is the same on both machines. The circle is the same on the both sides. And luckily they've also been placed covers. not yeah. quite the same position in relation to the station as well. It's like one of them's like an inch out. So it's, yeah, it's actually it's these little, these little that line doesn't run perfectly in the middle either. Yeah, yeah. And so to get the shot, it needs to be slightly imperfect. Yeah, actually, perfect. this is where it requires you to actually be like, right, well, actually, if I have everything perfect on that side, the other imperfection becomes too obvious and it distracts. Yes. So there's you're balancing all the slight imperfections to get the yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 good. I, I like I like it a lot. Um. So, we shall press on on our on our odyssey through the London <laughs> Underground uh, and various TFL bits and pieces. Uh, we shall leave Andrea oh. dancing uh, at Lewisham, and we shall jump to another station actually, which is um, now I I don't I can't remember exactly which of these stations it is, but there aren't that many that are like this. So this is a this is on the Northern Line. It's one of the stations that's out on the where will it be? It'll be kind of on the uh down towards the it's the ones that are beyond kennington right there are a couple that are like this where you've got a central island platform at no barrier at all you've got the two you've got a single board sort of station with the two tracks either side of an island platform um kind of a bit like old-fashioned metro style um yeah. And some of them have quite nice retro fittings all over. And this one's got kind of quite a retro feel to it. But again, it's what this puts me in mind of, actually, this image. I don't think... Well, in fact, you definitely haven't because of the lack of distortion. But it looks a bit like a fisheye lens. It does, doesn't it? You've got this photo looking down the stairs along the, the, the station bore and the two tube trains, you know, with, the, with their perfect straight line showing that there isn't a fisheye here because this is, this is, there's no warping going on. But it, get, it kind of has that almost bubble look. It's almost like a snow globe, almost. It, it, it's got something of the surreal about the dimensions. And then you look closely and you're like, oh, no, the dimensions are parallel. It's, but you step back and look at everything and it's like, is this, is this real? It's, it's, I, I like the effect. It's good. It's, it's great. I, I think it, it, it's, it's, it's sort of, it, it visually showcases how narrow that platform is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah it's narrower than the trains that are flanking it, right? It's amazing, isn't it? It's, yeah. It's, I've never been on this platform. So I'm being careful not to say the station now. I've never been on this platform um, during <laughs> rush hour. So um, have you got a guess yet? Have you got the guess for which station uh, it is? Is it, is it one of the like clappamy ones? Yeah. Go uh, guess one. Uh, yeah, I mean, is yeah, is it Clapham Common? Is it? Yeah. yeah there okay, you go. Yeah, it could yeah. either be Clapham Common or Clapham North. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think Angel used to have a, um, a platform. It's not anymore, but Angel used oh, to Angel have Oh, Angel used to have one like this. Ah, interesting. Okay, yeah, yeah. 
See, my my London Underground. I, I I know bits and pieces, but yeah, I'm I'm by no means a London Underground nerd. So I'm I'm kind of I, I'm essential. I'm probably a bit like I'd, I said. In fact, no, I won't be. You'll be far more of a pro than I am. I, I'm a bit of a just like <laughs> the bits that I know are like usually the bits that I'm often using. So often, like I'm work, working way down to like um, uh, South London quite regularly because I got you know, my my mother in law is down in in Denmark Hill, and so I, I'll be traveling like in different directions oh, that's kind a lovely of do station, that route. by the way Denmark oh, lovely station yeah it's nice um, I'm trying to think of what, what symmetry there is there because hmm, it's a bit uh, it's a bit of a some staircases some of the staircases ah, okay. nice. but I think in Denmark Hill the architecture's the killer feature there yeah it's a really nice station and, yeah. and I quite like the new bit as well actually I think they've done a nice job I do on bit. I like it too it's very nice yeah it's, it's a really it's, nice it's picked out colour and yeah it's, it's really nice yeah I like that a lot and it's quite it's local they've local we've gone off on one about Denmark Hill station it's a lovely station <laughs> and there's some lovely little local sort of um uh sort of picked out local elements within the architecture of the new entrance it, it, yes. it's really nice now they just need to do the old entrance uh like the <laughs> not the old entrance the the kind of uh old new entrance like the, the slightly weird boxy entrance on the other side now needs the treatment that the the new new entrance on the hospital side got anyway we digress uh we're at clapham common two nice northern trains sat next to each other with barely a hair's whisper between them uh where the platform is and um uh, and, and thankfully not many people on the platform at this point but uh if this was a busier station which it can be sometimes then it, I, I, i'd be sweating a bit more because it's i always get unnerved at some of these stations because they i think it can, be, it can be pretty busy this station i this was actually taken not too long after lockdown which is why it was quieter uh, okay and yeah. i think i still had to photoshop an arm out or a leg or something oh yeah um so I sort of stood very still at the top, and no matter how hard I tried, there was always someone who would walk in front of a train, yeah. so I had to Photoshop. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, that's arm and the leg out. So that's interesting. So it's worth so it's worth maybe exploring that for a little bit. So with some of these, do you take an array of images so that you've got some things that you can help to? So for example, you know, getting rid of an arm or a leg or a handbag, kind of going into shot and out of shot. Yeah. So if there's like someone's arm who's just sort of, um, you know, because a lot of these. Um, a lot of these moments are just very quick. They're yeah, very yeah. brief moments, and you may get sort of a random leg flying into the yeah, screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's right. a working system, right? Yeah. Yeah, and so, yeah, you just have to sort of edit it out. Most pictures don't really have it. The ones that I've sort of listed haven't had it, which is why I haven't said it. I try to be, I'm very sort of honest with sort of how I yeah. create these images, because if you were to try and to recreate it, you'd also encounter those the, the same challenges of a bunch of people running about uh yeah that's it but it but it's interesting but yeah so so you so you you don't collage them but you you, you do have so essentially you do you take when you do these shots do you do a burst as well when you take yeah it? So, i always i i i always take my camera in burst mode it's a okay, it's yeah. a habit of mine now um because you never know which for some time. I was going to say, particularly where you've got in motion, which you do a lot when you've got in motion shots, or or you're wanting, you know, for example, the 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 northern the, the shot in the northern the the bank at Bank Station where you've got the doors perfectly central. Sometimes I remember last time some of those were in motion shots where you were so essentially you need the burst to make sure you've got the most central image of the um uh, of the train in motion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. it's also um, a good trick on taking sharp shots. So if you're, um, as you press down on the shutter of your camera, mm -hmm. you're creating a vibration, if you think about it, yeah? yes? So if you press down and you're doing uh, multiple exposures, then the second and third shot are going to be sharper than that first yes, shot. Yes, because the wobble of you pressing, wobble. yes, okay, yeah. yeah. 
So that's the other that just the other reason why I like doing it because you can get very sharp shots. I sort of I'm quite good at taking long exposures um, yeah. handheld. I can probably do up to 0.8 of a second. Okay, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, in places where you've got pointed long. light, yeah, <laughs> low light but little flex. But I, I, it yeah, is yeah. very difficult. Oh yeah, pro- long exposure is yeah. I mean, 0.8 doesn't sound like much, yeah. So, but it, but it, it, for a long exposure, that's you know that's enough for for blur. But um, yeah, yeah okay, right. So uh, another joyous image. I, again, I like this this one because it 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 looks wrong isn't the word i mean but it kind of like you look at it it's like no that can't be right the angles aren't quite right and then you look closely oh no it is and it's when you think it's because of that bubble effect we walk down the stairs and stop and look at that from that point and you'll sit and you go yep that's so weird and it's just that platform because that platform is so narrow and we don't see it anywhere else it just makes it look surreal um, apparently the Glasgow Railway looks a lot like yeah, this. So the, yeah, so the, 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 the clockwork orange, as it's affectionately called. Oh, I need to visit that. Oh, you'd so lo- you would love it. It's such, <laughs> it's a joy. It's a joy. Um, the, both the old stations and most of them are, f- like, some of them have been very newly refurbished. Others have got some of the old vibes. Yeah, really nice. Well well worth a, a, well worth a, trip, to, a, a trip to see that one. Um, yeah. Also, some of the underground stations in Mersey Rail are quite interesting, but for, for, okay. in a different way. So, yeah. Clockwork Orange is quite like this style, but um, if you're wanting some of that underground intrigue, so like James Street Station, a couple of them in Liverpool are quite interesting. Anyway, we're going off on one again. Right, so... Now, oh, I'm wrong. So I looked at this one, and this is the one that I thought was Southern, but it's not. I've just realised this panelling... Is this yeah, is this Thameslink 2? Is this Crossrail? Is this Elizabeth Line panelling? Is this part of the yeah. Elizabeth Line here? Yeah. Ah... So this, so we are to do the audio description. Well, I mean, where do I start? It's such a, again, you've got those light image, those phantasms that give it a circular symmetry here, because you've got those. I don't. You can slice those those circular shadows on the escalator. Mean that you've got this sort of egg shaped symmetry that completes the whole image, which is yeah. nice. And what's really nice is that um, on some of the pictures here, depending on what resolution you're looking at. Some of the moir effects of the um, <laughs> of the of the escalator platforms mean that you get the close the complete closure of the image uh, circular. Uh, anyway, I'm going off on one on digital imagery here. <laughs> but so we are looking uh, down, I think, but it can be quite difficult. It is down, it's We're down. looking down a set of uh, a single escalator, not not multiple escalators, just a single escalator, which is located. I'm guessing it's three, and you're in the middle one, right? Yes. So it's three, but actually it looks like it's just one because you can't see. You, you've taken the image from kind of down in the trough. Yeah, so of the I've escalator. gone quite lower. I've gone lower yeah. down to add to the effect. Yeah, and 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 you're looking down, and, and it's one of the um, escalator shafts that's got the very long sort of. Uh, well, it's not actually concrete, but it's sort of faux concrete paneling that looks like it's distorted and stretched to provide this sort of. It's almost like it creates this sort of whalebone effect. Actually, it looks a lot like. Um, the the roof of Canary Wharf Station. So yeah. I don't know which station this is, but if you know the garden roof, at Canary yeah, I know, Wharf, I know. Crossrail Station. It's kind of almost that vibe, but it's just in the visual effect of the of the paneling, and I then it goes Star into Trek. the sort of standard Crossrail stuff. Anyway, I like I, I like this a lot. I think Star Trek, the Star Trek logo is what I see when I look at this. Oh yes, you're right. Yeah, very much so. Absolutely. Yeah, 
yeah, you're right. The um, the sort of the 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 Nike swish, but symmetrical and um, <laughs> on uh, Jean Luc Picard's chest. Um, absolutely, yeah. And again, this one's it's almost monotone, except the little warmth at the end of the tunnel, that little glowing yeah. yellow and orange at the end of the. It's, the it's lovely. It's the reason why the cut the picture isn't black and white. Sometimes when you've got yeah. really sort of um, monochromish color um, colors, and then you've got this slight hue just at the bottom of warmth and it's like it just gives the intrigue of of wanting to go in go through the image into the bottom yeah it's really nice i I like that one a lot and and you can see and it's kind of punctuated quite nicely by some of the the kind of air vent shafts uh, kind of the kind of air vent type patterns at the top maybe yours so it's just sort of you know there's there's, it's it's quite a textural image there's a lot of textures going on so the color is quite muted but the textures are, are quite something Architecturally, this should actually get you quite excited because they're, you know, it's 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 really well put together, isn't it? It, it is, yeah. You, you know, you've got the brushed steel, at the kind of effect of the of, of the escalators. You've got the that sort of ribbing of the of the of the the footway of the you know the steps of the escalator. You've got the, the kind of the dotted holes in various sizes of the of the kind of the, the classic cross rail paneling that, that that we've become. We've already Londoners have become familiar with, right? Like people are already kind of familiar with that the cross rail vernacular. Um, yeah, it's great. I love this one. It's really good. Can you guess um, the station? Ooh, no. I do. Is actually. Go on. No. Only because this is one that I've gone down a few times, but I, and it could be this one, but maybe it isn't. Is it? Um, is it the Farringdon? Is it Farringdon? No. See, the Farringdon one is special as well. But this is the. This is. Um, do you want me to say? Yeah, yeah. Tell me. It's Whitechapel. It's Whitechapel, okay, okay. Yeah, and I remember just going down it, um, sort of when it opened, and I was like, "Yeah, that's that's pretty spectacular. Really, sort of elegant, subtle, but well stated architecture. That's just that's that's that's. I'm, I, I, you know, I I'm not really used to this kind of finish in architecture in yeah. this country, and I was just blown away by how precise it was." It's it's very nice, and it, it it does typify that crossrail vernacular. That I think has I, I I think it's been very successful. I think it looks really good. I think they've done a very good job on mm. uh, on the look of um on the look of of the whole the whole system. It's it's really good. Um, now we've jumped to ah. so from quite muted colours to to a a, a, a a vibrant splash of orange again in in true rail matter style. In fact, um because we're on. Uh, we're we're at an underground an underground we're at an overground station hence the orange um we've got and again it's another one of these situations where i like this one because you're like oh it's perfectly symmetrical and then you look and you're like oh no wait the archway is not it's not a perfect arch Mm. wait a minute but how can that be because the door is perfectly central within it and then you look and you're like wait is it oh oh no ah and you start noticing these little things that actually as soon as you start looking it's like oh no wait that's ah yeah yeah so again we're looking down some stairs we have um con- conveniently because you know we've got banisters for kids uh or smaller people and we've got the slightly taller banister we've got two handrails on each side so we've got these four they almost look like pipes these four kind of pipes kind of going down it's almost like pompadour style kind of these two pipes going down each each wall we've got this kind of um what i would describe as um 
public swimming pool uh, tiling, <laughs> uh, which is quite nice. I think it's a nice effect. Uh, it's kind that of this grey blue, perfect description of the tiling. <laughs> grey blue tiling with an archway that pops out onto a platform, uh, and you've got the, the kind of that classic TFL sort of um, uh, hard iron, like that kind of cast iron or steel sort of. Um, uh, footstep edgings as you go down which creates a nice sort of pattern uh with the with the except kind of the the ribbed uh kind of tactile paving at the bottom and then the, of course the bright orange doors and, and another another classic uh I, I like this one a lot tell us about this one firstly where is this put me out of my misery where, where are we is it yeah, not I Whitechapel you again, couldn't guess this this is um what i'd call the east london line okay, um yeah. which doesn't exist anymore yeah, um, it's <laughs> Surrey Keys Station. Ah, okay, yeah. And what I like about this is it's just a nod to color, colors, color choice. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got the saturated walls with the lovely orange, orangey um, handrails, and then you can see how they've matched that to the doors of the London Overground. Yeah. And I remember sort of trying to take this photo, and when I when I managed to, so this is a zoom in train, and I managed yeah. to take it as it's. It, it it's not as it is quite hard because you always get people walking by, and <laughs> I, I sort of got it as the train was slowing down. So, and I remember when I nailed the shot, I was just like, "Yes, that that is so powerful." And it just it, it just it it's almost like a for me, it's like a nice sort of round of applause to the architects and the designers. Yeah. Um, it's how well conceived is that. It's like, you know, you're walking down the stairs. Imagine if you saw that walking down it's the like stairs. It's like you're being beckoned. It's like you're being yeah, you're beckoned like, into come, the train, come on right? Board. Come on board. Come on board yeah, of the yeah. train. Like, that's lovely, isn't it? What a lovely welcoming that is yeah, to a It's, it's to, really to a nice. And, and the tiling pattern, they're kind of, it's, they're small tiles. You know, the little tiles you get, the, the, the ones, they're, they're probably like an inch by an inch sort of type size tiles. And they're kind of that different, slight different shades, but all kind of lighter or darker blue grays. Very yeah. muted, but ple but very pleasant. You know, it's very clean, nice, kind of nice airy space with the, as you say, the orange beckoning you in to this, you know, towards the train. Like, come down <laughs> to this train that's waiting for you. And, it, and it, it says a lot for, as you say, design, color, but also for the importance of integration between the infrastructure and the train. You know, for yes. lots of the rail network, two different companies or multiple companies, you know, the, the train is owned by one company, the staff on the train are, are, are another company the staff on the platform are another company and the station itself is leased by one company and owned by another company and it's like all of that you need to kind of put all that to one side which is relevant because as, as we're recording this mark harper is giving his announcement about gbr i'm seeing people pinging me about it so relevant uh -huh. to that is forget all that the important thing is 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 integrating across all those boundaries whatever the boundaries are it shouldn't matter to passengers passengers want an integrated system they want this they want this integration. They want to feel like track and train, station and you know, platform and train are one part of their journey, are one part of a process. And this image captures it wonderfully. It's really nice. Thank you. I love it. You get me very excitable now because it's such. It just yeah, as, it's as always, always these images evoke for me so many things that are important about about creating travel opportunities for people. Um, now here is a fun <laughs> one. I love this now, one. So. so where do I do I describe this before you've laughed? Tell us about this image first, and then we'll describe it. Tell us about the image. Oh no, it, um, you you should describe it. Okay, you, you I'll, I'll describe. It. I'll do my great, best yeah. to describe this because there's yeah. th there's a lot going on in this image, and, and I, I mean that in a good way. There, there's a lot of fun stuff going on here. So the first thing I would say is curves. This is a, <laughs> yeah. this is a photograph with all manner of curves in it. Firstly, um, 
I'd say that there are several features here. I'd say the first feature is that you have a waiting shelter that is got this high curved glass and within it a wonderful looking curved bench and from yeah, that you oh, go gorgeous yeah. cur- it's, it is gorgeous absolutely gorgeous you go oh cur- you'll say okay curves are the name of the game here then uh that's punctuated by a gorgeous and quite unique looking i've not really seen a clock like this before it's a it's a you know a, a, a handed clock with red uh hands red red hands on the clock and it's got like victoria line color Actually, it's got blue and light blue, so it's kind of like two different shades of blue, um, with the dashes for the for, the, for you know the 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 twelve three six nine are all like interchange station black circle <laughs> with the white, and then the intermediate hours are all like uh, you know the the kind of the dash tu- the simple tube station type thing. So that's fun. I like that. I've never seen a clock that before. That's really nice. <laughs> You've got the two um, customer information boards, which, as is often the case with digital photography. Uh, you can't see what's on them because they refresh in a weird way. Um, but, yeah. the, 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 but, the, but I quite like that because it gives this an, a slight other world. It's, it's this slight like liminal space feeling of like, is this a real time or, uh, you know, so there's that. And then you've got an S-stop district line train. And then next to it, you have a little, uh, what I'm guessing is, actually, I can see, it, I can read it. It's a Piccadilly line train. And then next to each other, um, this is Hammersmith. Um, yes. Well and yeah, you can see you can see the round. I'm cheating. <laughs> at no point was this me knowing. This was me reading it off of the round door at the side. Yeah, you're right, Luke. I cheated. And this is fun because architecturally you've got a lot going on. So actually, a lot of the that glass paneling, the tall glass paneling, is quite new because you can see by the way it's studded in. It's got that new sort of look to it. The benches are also new, but somehow the glass and the benches give that mid that that interwar vibe to it they kind of give it that holden-esque yeah. t- sort of view um above that you've got this sort of circular roof that again is is kind of of a new age you know, this this part of hammersmith station is fairly new it could do with a bit of a hose down but it's you know it's, it's kind of it's it's a pretty new station and again this is it's it's perfection imperfection it's symmetry it's imperfections it's asymmetry you've got two quite different sized trains you know you have a teeny weeny tube train on the on the right and then you've got the big old s stock on the on the left it's hilarious the, the sort of visual comparisons because yeah i think you un, until you actually see the trains together you don't actually appreciate yeah. how different <laughs> yeah. in size they are it's yeah. hilarious the other one's like tiny it's so small it's it looks almost silly there it's a sat kind of doing its <laughs> thing it's it's so it's funny so yeah again this one it's just kind of picking out but it, this one has it's a very strong visual symmetry and that and yet the more you look at it the more you go oh nothing's the same nothing is totally different on one side to the other side the, yeah. the, the, the beam strut sizes are different but actually it just you know the colors are different the but actually it just shows it's exactly as you described symmetry isn't just about the perfect symmetrical image it's about in a way it's picking on the fact that the the that the the human eye does lots of deliberate pattern recognition that maybe isn't there. Yeah. So so long as you've got features, colors. So the in this case, the red at the front of the train, uh, and then the trains next to each other, and then with the with the clocks, the customer information system, and the curved waiting shelter, your brain goes, "This is a symmetrical image. Symmetri- symmetry, symmetry, symmetry." Even though actually that you look closely, and like, "Oh no, it's it's not. It's it's very clever. I, I like this." Yeah, I, I it's almost like visual visual humor. This, this yeah, book. it is. I, it I is. Just, it is. Yeah, I, I I really enjoy it. I enjoy it because I think I don't know what I was aiming for when I was taking the shot. I think if you take it at night, it'll be more symmetrical because you'll see less noise. Yes. Like I thought, I took this in the day, and 
I lined up the trains and I was like, this is perfect because it's, I think I even named the picture Little and, Little and Large because <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's just, it's, it's amusing. And that, but the architecture here is very visually pleasing. They've yeah. kind of, they've kind of somehow sort of, for me, I, I love that clock and I love the curved bench and the curved glass. I sort of, it made me feel sort of, almost sort of art deco about it even though it's not yeah it, um, it does yeah. It, absolutely it, it has that vibe to it doesn't it it's it's yeah. lovely it's very nice uh, now ah now once again so this is again we come back to this theme of, of of human motion within the space but also again you're being very cheeky here because you have this you've chosen one of the kind of one of these sort of i'm guessing late 20th century maybe is it like 80s maybe um sort of tiling patterns uh, it's got red, it's got green. I'm guessing it's a station where the district and the central line meet. Or is that a brown? Maybe it's the Bakerloo. I'm not quite sure. Hmm. <laughs> but it's got that, it, it's got, in a way, they've got this elbow. The, the, the two patterns kind of are running flat along the tiling and then they angle up and the tiling goes up about 30 degrees, meets the other one and then kinks back down again and creates this kind of elbow, this sort of little sort of pyramid shape. And then your dancer here, who is... Um, uh, Maybe a Dan. What's her, firstly? What's her name? Andrea again. It yeah. is. Oh, it's Andrea again. Oh, so yeah. But this time, Andrea is is looking like she's in contemporary dance mode rather than ballet. <laughs> uh, Andrea's doing the elb. She's doing the pyramid shape, uh, and um, and it's again you you you're emulating that motion. It's kind of it's 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 a it's a, a playful kind of uh, work, but I I enjoy it very much. And um and again, it's got these scuffs. I love the scuffs. Like the scuffs on the on the kind of the 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 the, the, the sort of floor tiling that's that's quite satisfying. I, I like that a lot. So again, tell us about this picture. Also, where the hell it is? Tell tell us about this one. This is a Piccadilly Circus. Ah, okay. Yeah, and um, one of my favourite sort of tiling patterns in the whole London Underground network. And I remember this is probably one of the first photos I took of a dancer um, in. In, on the sort of London Underground, because I remember sort of watching um, pedestrians walking across this sort of, well, this is bridging over a platform, yeah. isn't it? And I think towards the end, for some reason, the, uh, the pedestrian crossed their legs or something. And it was fascinating watching that shape being completed with the tiling leading to the person with their legs being oh, crossed. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's why I, I then thought, ah, oh, um, who the idea of getting dancers or gymnasts to sort of help me to sort of punctuate these structure. shapes this cross yeah because you're right the, yeah. the pattern crosses over to kind of describe it crosses over and yeah Andrea's crossing her arms she's got this sort of pose that it's almost like there are now three X's in the image right you've got the, yes. the three crossing patterns yeah 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 and, and, and it's quite nice to sort of show how architecture lends power to other aspects in the scene so you've mm. got this permanent structure which is giving power to the moving elements yeah um you know you'll have any person walking in the center line of that image will be given power by this structure with all the angles leading towards yeah, yeah, yeah. um and and this this photo was taken to sort of enhance that motion to make you sort of realize how um the sort of pleasure i get of watching humans interact with forms architecture patterns and 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 shapes it's yeah and you have an eye for it i i i i just and again it's yeah power and motion that the 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 
the motion, you know, which is funny for a public transport system where motion is absolutely the aim of the game, right? But it's funny that this, you know, is it by, it's almost like it's by accident that, that, that the architect has created this, or is it, you know? Because in a way, the dynamic nature of this tiling, which, you know, it's, it's, it's not like a completely out there tiling pattern. It's kind of a, kind of an interesting geometric sort of choice, but it, it, it does elevate and create emotion, which is an interesting, you know, it's an interesting and, and, sent, and kind of, uh, you know, it's a, 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 a moving choice, a choice that kind of creates motion for a system that is ultimately all about moving people around. So I, yeah, I quite like that. It's, it's, it's yeah. really nice. And, um, uh, yeah, as as I say in the book, there's lots of, lots of images of Andrea and 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 peep and, and you kind of pick on this idea of motion. And Andrea's quite good at capturing. She, I mean, she's very. Do, do do you sort of say, oh, can you do you like move her arms around, or does she go, no, I'm going to embody the tiling pattern and just kind of go for it? What is... <laughs> I I normally have an idea, so I'm quite. I I I'll sort of study. She'll sort of send me sort of um, shapes and angles or or stuff. Okay, yeah. um, um, that, that sort of people can create, and then we'll look at architecture and sort of, ah, oh, that kind of works here. Let's explore ah, that yeah, idea. Okay. So we won't have a complete idea, but we'll oh, that's have interesting. A so idea. it's almost like a collage of like she sends you some ideas from motion that that she sort of uh, thinks are in, visually interesting and things that she that, that and then and then you have your almost your mental library of shapes that you're that, that you know about or then you go and explore other new shapes on the on the system and, and then map pair the two ah, i see yeah a little peek behind the curtain there real listeners <laughs> and, and viewers so from this um movement to ah okay yeah <laughs> so the reason i've gone ah everyone is because we're we're back on crossrail um and we are at paddington station so paddington low level as some people refer to it as the um the 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 crossrail platforms at Paddington. Now I I've I've chuckled partly because I know that we're at the end of our uh, of our list of photos, which in a way is very sad because we could do this all evening. Um, but the reason I've chuckled is because of 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 some of the inspirations <laughs> that you've had from <laughs> this fantastically sci-fi looking space. Um, and it's so it's no coincidence that the that the Jubilee Line extension kind of has some of you know or rather let's flip it the other way around crossrail pulls from some of the aesthetic influences that were established as part of the jubilee line extension right and canary wharf station you know the jubilee line station canary wharf was used in in rogue one as part of the, you know as part of a set for star wars and it's no coincidence therefore that you look at some of the crossrail stations and that sci-fi aesthetic has absolutely carried forwards so yeah these the, the big lighting domes they almost look like eyes, actually. They've almost goggly like, eyes. They look like googly, googly eyes. eyes. They do. Staring at you, yeah. I'll have to tell Tim that because he loves shoving googly eyes on things. So as soon as I tell him <laughs> that these look like googly eyes, I think he'll have a field day working out how to take a video with googly eyes on these. <laughs> anyway, yeah, he'll have fun with that. But but so googly eyes to one side. We've got these sort of square panels, the dark circular shape with, the, with again with interesting pinned patterns into them down to the central light with then the up light of course as well which creates the white surround you've got the glass shield of the escalators but the escalators in in true uh luke agbimini style tube tube mapper project style they symmetrically rise up out of the station uh you've got the flooring and then you've got the platform edge doors with um with two trains making their way through um on 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 their on their merry way now this firstly tell Tell us about, so we talked a bit about Crossrail already, but I mean, you know, the, the architect, again, Paddington Station architecture, is it's quite a bold statement, isn't it, this station? Oh, it's lovely. I remember coming to this station and it just, 
it just put a big smile on my face. Yeah. Um, I, I loved it. I loved it. It was like, so I was like, you know, they're not being subtle here, are they? Yeah, um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Absolutely. so it's sort of this big, bold statement. And um, the first thing that sort of popped into my mind, you know, as we were talking about the sci-fi feeling was I couldn't get Doctor Who out of my mind. <laughs> All I could think of was Doctor Who. And my first thought of Doctor Who actually was the um, texture of the Daleks. Um, no. So the Daleks, are, yeah, here we go. So here I he is. Create, yeah, I had to create an image of it. Because um, I just remember the sort of patterns of the Dalek and the goggly eyes made me. So I, I took a toy Dalek um, to the station and I had to take a picture of it in yeah. front of the stairs because I just thought it was just really amusing. And I remember the staff sort of were, uh, were looking at me take the picture. They were, they were like, oh yeah, it does actually yeah. um, look a place where they would be home. It, it, it would be a perfect setting for a secret Dalek space station on it, it, Doctor Who. It does, it does have like they would do as well, isn't it? It's got that vibe of um of the like of the of the Doctor Who films. Actually, it's got one of those big sets, you know, with Peter Cushing being the Doctor. You know, the, the Doctor <laughs> yeah, yeah. time forgot, um and and those sets were all quite. They had this aesthetic, you know. They're big, bold Hollywood. Well, not Hollywood Ealing Studio sets, but they were big, grand design pieces, and they had this sort of aesthetic, you know. Lots of shiny metals, lots of lots of lit surfaces. Yeah, this is this is really fun, and I quite like. So, it, what's funny is, and I know this is this is me deliberately segueing into the next image, which is so we have our Dalek here with the with the with the image in the background, you know, the station in the background, but also. A not a not undeliberate design choice of the interior of the TARDIS is that it has it also has these like eye hole things. The TARDIS has always had these sort of eye hole things on the walls of the TARDIS, and so it also puts me in mind of the interior of the TARDIS. Which, if I jump to the next image, <laughs> you've been having some fun it here. It's amazing, doesn't it? <laughs> So here is the TARDIS, and the doors open, and within that you see the enormity of the cavern of Paddington Crossrail Station. <laughs> it's it's so a place. It like really seriously, uh, uh, it's it's whenever you go into Paddington, just think that you're secretly in Doctor Who's TARDIS. That's where it's. Uh, it's that's it. And, and to be fair, you'd expect there must be some, the TARDIS is almost infinitely large in, inside. So you'd almost yeah. they must have lobbies like this somewhere, you know, and with all <laughs> all the different architectural styles. What was it? The, do the doctor said that basically, like the, the their decision of where their console is, it's almost like a desktop skin. They like it's like a desktop theme, and so all the other ones are parked somewhere else within the TARDIS. I like the idea that within the TARDIS somewhere is this. Is this lobby, this enormous cavernous <laughs> lobby that you use to get to some other part of the of, of the TARDIS? It's, it's, it's marvelous. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a, that's a fun one that with with the stars behind. And I, I think it's it's a fun way because it, it, we've talked about the, the beauty and the seriousness and the interest and the intrigue, but also lots of these images are fun. They're fun, energetic images. They're 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 a delight to look through. And, uh, right. and uh, yeah, it typifies it as as, as you uh, <laughs> had a, had a play with this one at, at Paddington. Um, Ah, Luke, yeah, right, so uh, we will do some plugging momentarily. Before I progress, I'm going to say that, um, as ever, this is available in uh, audio-only format, so please do, uh, thanks for everyone for listening, please do do a little review or a little star review button, because it helps, apparently. Apparently the technologists tell me that these things help, so uh, please uh, do that, and thanks for listening. Um, 
patreon.com slash Gareth Dennis um, for the uh, for the to support more of this happening paypal.me slash Gareth Dennis for abuse suggestions uh, like like loose change that sort of thing and for the chat hello everyone in the chat garethdennis.co.uk slash discord to continue the chat ad infinitum and for exclusive fun bits particularly if you're a patreon person um we must so luke yeah we must say go and get everyone go and get london underground symmetry and imperfections the tube mapper project go and get luke's latest book <laughs> it's 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 a delight in fact i'm gonna go big face here in fact i'm not gonna go big face i'm gonna get get both of our faces up because <laughs> fish this down from up here and just look here it is here here it is and it's it's beautifully laid out so here's a Oh, you've got uh, London Bridge, which yeah, also could be, Bridge, Star Star Trek. Trek. could be a Star Trek. It could be a film. I could imagine I need to get a shot of someone dressed up as Darth Vader or a stormtrooper. Yeah, that vibe there. of someone storming down a corridor. And <laughs> and, then, and then you, I, I shouldn't give more away, but these, it's a, it's a beautiful book. It's very nicely done. It's just, just sort of lovely minimalist, but there's a nice, there's the Chiswick part. Chiswick part, it's, yeah. It's lovely. It's it's really nice. It's a beautiful, beautiful book. There we are. See, look, lovely, lovely book. Um, and it's been sat in pride of place for quite a few episodes now. Well, it's, since I did my rearrange, so it's, it's going to continue sitting up there. Oh, fantastic! Pride of place. Thank you, kindly. Uh, no, honestly, uh, yeah, you can. Uh, it's available on all good wherever you buy your books. You can even get it from the the, the Amazon people, but ideally, go find a, an independent. Yeah, you can find it there, to, or I saw I sell a um, a signed version on my website TubeMapper. Yeah. Um, dot com <laughs> so i almost forgot um yeah and then i'm on instagram and yes Twitter absolutely go find go find luke on instagram because there is all oh, there is more of this there is so yeah i try to post daily yeah it's just it's it's i enjoy sort of exploring stations i haven't even got all my visual puns on here i'll have to do, <laughs> have yeah. to do a visual pun special because we will enjoy maybe a christmas special a visual pun <laughs> a, a, a fantastic <laughs> special yeah absolutely so that's uh absolutely go go pick up the go pick up the book uh it's a, it's wonderful to enjoy yourself or to hand on as a gift uh, it's a delight uh, next week um, is episode 156, which is uh, so. This episode is is going to be uh, what's happening at the National Rail Museum, and and we we have a sit down chat, um, a fairly brief chat, but well, kind of we cover quite a bit of ground with uh, with Charlotte Kingston, who is um, head of DEC uh, Design Engagement and Communications. I think I might Charlotte, I might have got that wrong. Uh, Charlotte's recently had a. a a promotion because she's brilliant and um and rightly been placed to, to be in charge of many things anyway so episode 156 what's happening in the national rail museum that is next week oh it only really remains for luke and i i mean luke thank you so much for stars just a delight oh, thank you for having me i always enjoy um um your take on my images and how you explain them it, it always puts such a smile on my oh, face i'm glad i well it puts a smile on my face they're a delight the, the images are a delight to enjoy and and absorb and uh, and, and hopefully everyone who's watched and listened, uh, I mean, okay, audio only might have been a challenge for you, but uh, interesting. To, I, I'd be interested for someone to, like, sketch what they've heard from us. Oh, that would like, be what fantastic. what each image is from sketching it. Yeah, that could, <laughs> that could be good. But for those of you watching in, in, in the visual uh, element, uh, I hope you've enjoyed this. But uh, as much as, as Luke and I have, or certainly as much as I have, um, uh, Luke... I just yeah we'll have to have you on for the puntastic christmas special at some point that's all we have to do next um it only remains for both of us to sort of bid bid all of you fine listeners and viewers a, a farewell cheerio everyone cheerio